What's up, everyone? Welcome to Hope Reclaimed, a podcast about stepping into areas of pain to allow God to saturate every aspect of our life with healing and restoration because healing is available and extended to us already. And sometimes it is our job to step in and claim it for ourselves. And I am your host. My name is Ellie Hope Herringshaw. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome. You have probably seen the title of this podcast today. We are covering something kind of intense. First of all, thank you for listening. Thank you for spending your time with me. I cannot thank you enough for that. Seriously. My words in your ears, I it's just it baffles my mind that you guys listen and you download and like come on, it's just so so cool. But anyway, today we're talking about reclaiming our body image after rejection. Oof, this is a heavy, heavy topic, but it's something that I feel so strongly that needs to be addressed on this podcast platform because it's something that I am actively doing right now. A lot of the stuff that I've been doing on this podcast are things that I have done. I've told you about things and, and, and areas of healing that I've already conquered, like reclaiming weddings and how I went through my spreadsheet of reclaiming restaurants. So a lot of these things are past tense. And even talking with other people and interviewing them about their stories, in this case, reclaiming body image after rejection, this is something that I am actually walking through right now. Yes, it's true. I've been divorced for about a year and a half. Oh gosh, it's over that now. (laughs) It doesn't matter. But I've been divorced for a while. I discovered my ex-husband's affair a year before my divorce was final. And it was incredibly painful and really, really hard. I feel like I am just in a place right now that I'm able to dig into how I actually view my body and how I see myself and, and wanting to see changes in a positive body image because right now I've recognized that I am lacking in that area. So here we go. We're doing it, you guys. And I'm going to be talking with you kind of practically about my strategy to reclaim my body image. So first of all, let's just go through the basics here. What is reclaiming? So my definition of reclaiming is identifying a fearful, painful, internal reaction to a place or thing that holds a memory and choosing to face that thing head on and create a new positive association. So what it basically means is we identify that there is a fear or a pain that's associated with something. Reclaiming is essentially stepping into that thing, going back to that restaurant to take it back for ourselves, to step into that pain, to talk about the memories, to explore it, to to do it with other people, and then associating a new positive memory with that thing. So that is the basics of this ministry. That's what I do here. I want to talk to you about stepping into those areas of pain to allow healing to take place in every aspect of your life. Because if you're living in avoidance and if you're living it with, with this sense that I need to be afraid of these things or, or I can't go back to those places that, that I once loved with my ex or whatever the case may be, if you're living like that, you're living in avoidance. God wants abundance for us. The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what John 10.10 says. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it abundantly. 
So if there has been something that is stolen, killed, or destroyed in your life, that is the work of the enemy. And what Jesus wants to do is he came to bring abundance to us. But if we're going to allow that thing to be stolen, then that's not living abundantly, right? That's not living and accepting the abundance that Jesus has already extended to us. So that's what reclaiming is all about. So that's what we're doing here, talking about stepping into those areas. So I went through a divorce, like I mentioned. I discovered my ex-husband's affair in 2016. I was married to him for five and a half years, and it was obviously (laughs) the most painful experience of my life. It was so hard and so devastating. Of course, this man that I loved and vowed my life to was unfaithful to me. He was unfaithful to me, but he then rejected me. And as I was going through this experience, the the thought would creep in. There must be something wrong with me. The thought began to creep in. There must be something wrong with me because he didn't choose me. There must be something wrong with my body or who I am for him to choose someone else over me. Because I was his wife. And obviously I loved him. So the thought really began to just come in my heart. There must be something wrong here. That's where the seeds were planted. The seeds of rejection and I am not enough were planted. Just recently, in the last few months, I have noticed a pattern of dysfunctional body image and dysfunctional eating habits. So Guys, we're going to get a little bit specific with Ellie's issues. Whoops. (laughs) I'm here sort of to air my dirty laundry because I do not want to live with anything stolen from me. So I believe that God has already extended healing in every aspect, but it's our job to step in and receive it, to reach out for that healing and live unashamed. So... The reason I'm talking about this before I really get into it, I just want to set the standard here that I'm talking about it because I believe in healing. I believe that whatever I'm facing, whatever I'm going through, it is not bigger than Jesus. It's not bigger than the healing and the power that he's already extended to me. And so as I'm talking to you here, I'm going to share kind of specifically about the things I'm struggling with with my body image. I'm only telling you this to say, This is the stuff I'm struggling with. And by facing it and putting it out there in the open, it lessens the power. Jim and Lynn Jackson are um, the founders of a wonderful organization called Connected Families. And they say something so amazing. They say, what's concealed gains power, but what's revealed can be healed. And I so believe that because I think that when we bring things to the light, That's where healing can really take place. But when we hide it, when we pretend it's not a big deal, when we sweep it under the rug, that's where it actually gains power. When we actually face the things that we're going through and we bring it out into the open, healing can saturate that thing. And that's what I'm doing here. I really just want to say these things because I want to lessen the power over them, over my life, because I don't want to live like this anymore. So right now I am training for my second marathon. I ran my first marathon while I was going through my divorce and it was such a wonderful experience to run that marathon and and just spend hours and hours and hours on the road with the Lord. And when I crossed the finish line, 
from that first marathon, I just broke down in tears. It was one of the most amazing moments of my life to complete this 26.2 miles. And it was just an amazing experience. A few months back, I decided that it was time to run another marathon. I love doing it. I love exercising. And so I signed up for a marathon that I'm going to be running in June. There's been something slightly different for some reason in this training. For some reason in this training, I've been just a little harder on myself than I was the last time. I've been just a little bit more critical of myself and my training and how I'm doing. And I've been critical of how I look. So I often will look in the mirror and be unhappy with what I see. I will look in the mirror and I'll think, wow, I could look better. My body isn't responding well to this exercise or maybe my nutrition isn't as good as it needs to be. And so as I've been doing that, I've been scrutinizing my workouts. I've been scrutinizing my my food and it's been highly unhealthy and I've had a lot of shame around it. So for a couple months, I was experiencing this shame and not telling anyone about it. I was having unhealthy behaviors and restricting and binging, and it was not good. It wasn't. It wasn't about the food. It was about my thoughts about the food. So as I began to notice these things, I began to to notice these behaviors when I became stressed. When I felt unhappy or angry, I would turn to food and I would turn to feeling that comfort from food. And then the behavior and the thoughts would start and being angry with myself for that. And guys, I'm just like not a nice person to myself. (laughs) I will say I'm a nice and friendly person to other people. And I love people. I love encouraging other people. But I've been so mean to myself. I just do not want that in my life. So a few weeks back, I had an appointment scheduled with my therapist. So if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I love therapy. (laughs) I go to therapy every other week and it's just a time where I can sit and I can talk and I'm processing a lot of things. And as I was driving to therapy, I thought about telling her more specifically about what's going on in my head around food and around the mirror. And I thought about it and I immediately got so anxious and I immediately felt so discouraged. And as I was driving to my therapy appointment, I was thinking, okay, so this might mean I need to talk about it. Because again, I am all about stepping into those areas of pain that feel fearful, that feel painful, because I want to reclaim them. So I brought that up to my therapist that day, and it was so hard, let me tell you. Bringing it up and just laying it all out to her, saying, this is, the, this is what's going on, and, and these are the thoughts that I'm having. And it just it felt so significant to do that. But I'm so grateful I did because in just bringing it out to the light, it lessens the power. Just bringing it out to the light lessens the shame. It, it's, it's facing the shame that I was experiencing around this food issue. And I walked out of that therapy appointment with a few helpful tips that she had for me. She said, talk about it with some people. Just, just tell someone what's going on. The next day after my therapy appointment, I threw my back out. 
And remember, I am training for a marathon right now. So I have a lot of miles that I've been running. And I threw my back out and I was flat on the floor, you guys. I couldn't move. And I was so frustrated. Why on earth can't I move? I just, and I had a lot to do that day and, and I had to cancel plans, but I couldn't move. And as I was laying flat on the floor, I just cried out to God and I said, Lord, what is going on? And just softly, so gently, I felt the Lord say to me, Ellie, we can talk about this now if you want. He was so gentle. And in that moment, laying on the ground, unable to move, frustrated that I couldn't work out, the Lord brought up memories. The Lord brought up experiences that I had with my ex-husband, experiences after and during my divorce where I felt rejected, where I felt like my body was not enough. And he so gently revealed those things to me and said, I can heal this. Let me bring it up to the light. Let me unearth these things. Let me dig around it. Let me, let me pull out this ugly weed so we can deal with this. And I am not at all saying that I believe that God caused me to throw my back out. By no means am I saying that. But he did use it. Because I couldn't distract myself by going on a run. I couldn't distract myself by working. I was flat on the ground. And God did some major heart surgery with me that day. Bringing up this pain and bringing up the rejection, those instances of feeling so alone and feeling isolated and feeling unworthy, the Lord reminded me of those things and healed them. Of course, that healing does not happen always in an instant. Sometimes it does, but behaviors and thought patterns sometimes take renewing of our mind. After I met the Lord in that moment, I really thought and believed and knew this is another area, a next level area of healing that God is doing in me. So I brought it up to friends and I brought it up to family. I called my mom and had her come over and I cried laying on the floor, just telling her and, and sharing with her this rejection that I've kind of been stuffing. I think that I wasn't able to deal with it until now. I don't think that I've been in a place where I could actually deal with this rejection that I've been feeling. And of course, we know that healing happens in layers sometimes, that there's another layer that's uncovered. There's, there's other lies that are stripped away and, and identities that, that we've taken onto ourselves. And God just is so careful to strip those things away so that it can remove those layers. And so crying and sharing that with close people that I know and trust healing began to take place. The awareness of what's going on was brought to the light. And I was able to say, no, I will not live in hiding. I will not live thinking that I am unworthy because God has made me worthy. So I'm here today to reclaim my body image. I'm here today to share about how I'm doing that. Again, reclaiming. What does it mean? It means identifying a fearful, painful internal reaction to a place or thing that holds a memory, choosing to face it head on and create a new positive association. 
I am first identifying that I have a fearful, painful internal reaction to what I think my body looks like and how, yeah, (laughs) whoops, just said it. That's how I feel. I feel that painful internal reaction when I see myself. I don't like what I see all the time. So that pain and that fear holds a memory. It holds a memory of my rejection. So I was actually rejected. What I've done in the last two and a half years is I've made that rejection in a sense about my body. I've made it in a sense something about me rather than something about him. The rejection had nothing to do with how I look. I I know that. I know that cognitively, but I haven't believed that. So that pain is associated with the memory of being rejected. And reclaiming is choosing to face it head on to create a new positive association. I know that I need to share this on the podcast because I know that I am not the only one who deals with this. You've probably heard me talk about the Reclaimed community. The Reclaimed community is a community of women here in the Twin Cities that have gone through divorce or are going through a divorce. And it's a small group community of amazing women and it's just been so great. I call it a non-support group support group because it's a place where we share what's going on, we share our stories, but then we also talk about ways to overcome. We celebrate the wins and we talk about where is God leading us in our healing. So in that group, there's been a couple women who've expressed to me that they have gone through the same thing or they have faced the same thing. Whether that is wanting to look a certain way to to feel like they are enough or going the other way and saying, I don't want to be attractive to men, so I will swing the other way and and try to try to just deter attraction because of my rejection. Whatever it is, it's a negative body image. It's feeling poorly about yourself because of something that's happened. It's feeling poorly about yourself because of the experience that you've had. And the goal, the goal here, you guys, is to create a new and positive association. That is the goal of reclaiming. That if it's, if it's a restaurant that I'm reclaiming, I don't want my only association with that restaurant to be pain of my experience and, and the betrayal. What I'm trying to do here, the goal of reclaiming my body image, I want to see myself and know I am enough. I am choosable. I am worthy. And I'm lovable. And those are some things that I have not necessarily seen the evidence of on this planet So for you, as your podcast host, I'm telling you how I'm doing this. I'm doing it by going back to the basics. So I am facing the pain of my feelings of rejection. I want to face them. I don't want to push them aside or sweep them under the rug and just put a band-aid of truth on them. And I think that that's what the Lord did for me when that, that day that I was laying flat on the ground, just crying out to him, and, and he was revealing those moments of feeling rejected to me. We need to face the pain. We need to identify that it's there so that it can be healed. That's why a wonderful therapist is, is so important. Good friends to talk about the rejection with. Face the pain. Face it. But then do something with it. Do something with those thoughts. And that's what going back to the basics by saying, God, 
what do you say about me? Every morning, this is my practice. I go to the Lord and I say, God, what do you say about me? And he says some amazing things. First Peter 2.9 is one of my favorite scriptures. And this is what I go back to. Because when I have these swirling thoughts of thinking I'm not enough, I'm unworthy, looking in the mirror and saying, why do I look like that? How could I not look better? Why am I blah, 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 blah. The list goes on and on and on and on. Again, I'm really mean to myself, you guys. I go to 1 Peter 2.9. And in the New Living Translation, it's so beautiful because it says this, but you are not like that. For you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So the minute that I feel that I am not enough, the minute that I feel like I am not beautiful, the minute that I feel that I am unworthy of love, I can say, but you are not like that, Ellie. I want to stop those thoughts in their tracks and say, but you are not like that because you are a chosen people. You are a chosen woman of God, Ellie. You can insert your name there if you want. (laughs) Because that is the truth about how God sees us, about how he's made us and what he's done for us. So I'm facing this head on. And I'm doing that by talking about it. Yes, I'm talking about it to you. Thank you for listening, by the way. If you've made it this far just listening to me ramble about my body image issues, God bless you. I'm doing it by being present with my food and being present with exercise. And I am going to God and not to man. Because the truth is, I have been filling a void with food. I've been filling a void with exercise. And I've been filling a void with man. I have felt empty and I felt like I'm not enough. And I have turned in that to food and to validation from other people. And that's not how I want to live. So what I'm doing is I am using my food and sitting down, eating it mindfully. I am trying my best to only eat when I'm hungry and only eat what's on my plate. I don't want to eat when I'm sad. I don't want to eat when I'm feeling anxious because in those moments, I want to go to God. So in those moments, I want to just say no to food and turn to Jesus and take time to meditate and say, God, what do you want out of right now? But go to Jesus rather than to food or to other people to try to get and feel better about myself because Jesus is available He loves me so much. I'm so grateful for that. And I need to know to go to him first. Right now, I'm single. I have the opportunity right now to only go to God when I'm in trouble. I have amazing roommates. I have wonderful friends and an amazing family. But right now, I am in a time of singleness where I can practice to only go to him and not to anything else. So why am I doing this? Why am I talking about this with you? I'm talking about it because I know I'm not the only one who's gone through this. I'm talking about this, yes, to share about body empowerment and body positivity. 
But if you are facing body image issues, it's likely tied back to a feeling of rejection. It's likely traced back to feeling rejected in some way or, or have felt like you're not enough. The truth is you are. The truth is you are enough. Who you are right now is enough because Jesus has made you enough. 2,000 years ago on the cross, Jesus hung there saying and, and just shouting to the universe that your life is just as important as his. Your life is just as valuable as the God of the universe. I cannot stress this enough. Who you are as an individual is just as valuable as Jesus's life. And so if you are looking in the mirror and saying that you're worthless and feeling worthless, or if someone else has told you or is telling you that you are worthless, that is a lie and it is unhealthy because you are of utmost value. You have more value than you could ever know. So we have got to cut out the crap in our lives, the lies that say we're unworthy, the lies that say that we're not enough and that we're broken because God has made us whole. He has made us beautiful and he is restoring our souls. So listen, if you're struggling with this too, there's hope and you're not alone. Let's reclaim our body image together. We're going to see all of these commercials and stuff for your best bikini body and for this summer, whatever, all that stuff. Great. Cool. If that means that you need to go to the gym, that's awesome. That's important. If you need to eat healthy, way to go. Do it. But we have to do these things with health. We can still reach our goals healthfully and positively. And so in the next few weeks, We're going to talk about reclaiming body image in a healthy and positive way. That is why I've come on this podcast because I'm on this journey of reclaiming my own body image. I am going to God first. I'm going to him ultimately because he is the healer. He is the reclaimer. He's the redeemer. And he is the one who has made me worthy and made me valuable. So if this is resonating with you, come on board with me. Use the hashtag Hope Reclaimed if this is something that you want to post about. We also have a Patreon page. If you are interested in partnering with this podcast financially, you can do that on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash hope reclaimed. And it's there that I post exclusive content for my patrons about reclaiming. It's a dialogue can happen there. So that's like another level of community that we can have together. There's different tiers of, of sponsorship and whatever, but I really want to encourage you to hop on board there because I'm really just launching the the Patreon community. And that's where I'm going to be posting a lot of what's going on with me and this body image stuff. The next few weeks, we're going to have more episodes about reclaiming body image. This pertains to men and women. How are you stepping in? What does God say about you? The rejection that you've experienced in your life is not his plan. But I promise you, he is going to make a new plan A for your life. Thank you so much for listening. There's hope. Again, hope is my middle name. Have a great week.